The American Petroleum Institute, driving safety, environmental protection, and sustainability across the natural gas and oil industry through world-class standards and safety programs. Since its formation as a standard-setting organization in 1919, API has developed more than 800 standards to enhance industry operations worldwide. Find out more at api.org. Welcome to the Energy Fellows Podcast, where each episode is designed to share expertise and experiences from U.S. and global energy fellows. They provide direction and possible solutions for ultimate journey results. Here's your host, Mark Stansberry. Welcome to another episode of the Energy Fellows Podcast. I'm Mark Stansberry, your host. Today, uh, we have back with us Phil Rice. And he's going to talk about Align Energy Solutions and some activities they have going on and opportunities for those that are listening. In the meantime, though, I do want to mention a big thank you to our sponsors and also to OGGN, family at OGGN and in Houston. You might look at other podcasts that OGGN has, about 15 or so. Also, if you go to the show notes, look at the survey, fill it out. And you'll be sent some stickers for your hard hats, laptops, whatever. And then also rate and review in the show notes. We'd like to hear from you regarding our program. And that would be very helpful. Again, appreciate all those that have supported the efforts of the documentary, Short Force, Top Secret. Appreciate those that go to our column that I have, as well as other columns in Oil Man Magazine, Energies Magazine, and Oil Woman Magazine. And Emmanuel Sullivan's the publisher. I have a column that's going on 10 years now with Oil Man. So I hope you'll go there each time there's an issue. And the book, American Needs America's Energy, is still doing well. Barnes and Noble and Amazon. We hope that you'll pick up your copy of the monograph. I call it the book, but it's a monograph to the book, American Needs America's Energy and Creating Together the People's Energy Plan. This is talking about natural resources, American Needs America's Energy and its natural resources. So if you will go to that as well. Phil, we've got a lot of activities going on in the energy business, and welcome back. I'm telling you, it's a great time to be speaking with you with all these challenges we have. We've been talking about workforce development, we've talked about talent, and we need to continue to dialogue on those areas, but there are other areas we'll talk about today as well. Tell me what's on your mind, Phil, and what should be on our mind is probably a better question. No, that's great. Well, Mark, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, like you said, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to be said about the energy transition at large and ways that just different aspects of that, ways companies can be supported and the help that they need to really navigate that transition. Something that's been on my mind lately revolves around culture, the Mm -hmm. culture, internal culture of a company as it pertains to talent. One of the conversations we've had recently is just around Align's talent retention program and how that moves from that beginning place of recruiting. Where are we recruiting? Where are we looking for the right people? You know, first off, who are the right people and where are we looking for them? Where do they engage in their natural Mm -hmm. habitats, both online and offline? You know, so recruiting in just the different ways that you can help engage that talent within the company for longevity and those kinds of things. But with that, something that I've been thinking about a lot about and the Align team has been dialoguing about is really about the internal brand of a company and how valuable that is for that internal camaraderie, the internal purpose, 
vision, values, and then how those things can be walked out within the company. You know, I think just that clarity of purpose, clarity of who we are and what we're about is so valuable and important. So anyway, that's a piece that's been rolling around in my mind, and I'd love to dive into that with you a little bit. Well, when you talk about internal branding, can you expand on that? Because I think of just branding, here's our company, we're going to tell you what it's all about and have a mission statement, a vision Mm -hmm. and all that. What do you really mean by that when you say internal? I think I know, but I want to hear from you. (laughs) Sure. No, for sure. So I like to break up that internal branding into two different categories. There's the visual branding, which I think is just like if you were going to go through a branding exercise for a company at large and that be external facing. There's also a visual element for that internal branding, but the two components are the visual and also the language or the messaging. Right. And, and so really you could, the way that that works in practicality is it's a very similar process of what do our, you know, who is our target audience for an outward facing branding development exercise? Who is our target audience? How do they communicate? How do we need to communicate to them? How can we most simply communicate our purpose and the products and or services that we can help support them with? The same thing is true for internal messaging. So internal messaging and branding. So I think about if the CEO of a company and I'm looking at this energy transition, for example, I can go through an exercise that really focuses on, okay, what for this next season of time, you know, whether it's a year, 18 months, five years, like this next epoch of time with our company. Let's go through an exercise and think through the branding elements, both visually and narrative that help us engage our talent and our employees and our constituents on every piece, whether it's within the board, whether it's employees, whether it's lead partners and team members and things like that. What is the overarching narrative that's bringing us all together? How are Mm -hmm. we walking that out together and both visually and with language and with messaging? How are we articulating those things? And can we craft that brand story, that brand narrative in such a way that helps us garner momentum and move things forward? Again, not just outward facing, but internally, how can we cultivate that culture through language, through words, and really take everything that we have at our disposal and move these initiatives forward through people? Oh, this is wonderful. I I see where you're coming from for sure, because I mean, it's like an athletic football team that as a great coach and great ideas and here are the plays, you have the plays, you have the ways to get there as a team, and yet the public will see the results. If you're picturing the results being the website and what stands, what your team stands for, you have different ideas of how to approach that. You see teams that have a culture in a mm-hmm. sense. They have the building of their team within with the same mission and vision as far as the end game. But in order to win, a lot of time the message stops at the website, stops at the social media, stops at the boardroom, stops at CEO level, C-suites. And sometimes the staff is going, what's next? What do we do? And to bring everybody on board to become engaged is so important, I believe. I like what you're saying. I think it's needed in a big way more than ever, because it's also to look at, like you say, the challenge on energy transition, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Energy transition is going to take an effort from every single person that's within the organization to get to the final results, the win, 
uh, the end result. So anyway, yeah, please expand more on this because I believe I like what I hear. I think uh, from C-suite level to all levels should take this to heart for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So a an example of this, if we're looking, I like to use Tesla as an example. A mission statement that they have had in the past is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. And that's a very, it's a mission statement. They have the ability to take that and focus it outward with brand messaging, with advertising, with articulating and creating a position in the market to say that we are the future, we are working towards the future. And if you want to buy our products, you too can be a part of that future. Using that same idea, you flip that around, same mission statement, And again, taking Tesla as the example to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. Well, instead of thinking about the end user, you craft the same concept, but from the perspective of the builder and of the guide and helping the team feel like they are also a part of accelerating the world's transition to sustainable energy. So that could look like something to the effect of we're gathering together with this mission statement at our backs, with the wind at our backs, and we are contributing to this. We are world changers. We are moving the world into the future of sustainable energy and breaking those things down to subcomponents, to continual messaging and which different departments have different pieces of that future. I am in this department and because I'm in this department, I am contributing in this way and that way to that end of accelerating the world's transition to sustainable energy. So it's just as powerful, if not more so, to be crafting messaging that is authentic, again, that's super important that Mm -hmm. we actually, we are doing what we say we're doing, but taking that authentic messaging and taking the time to really drill down and fine tune, who are we? How does this messaging apply to us? What does this say about our purpose, both in this company and in our lives? Like I could absolutely see somebody who is a part of this mission statement to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking I am a part of changing the future. I mean, that's a very powerful piece of messaging that if done well, we can help companies craft authentically to help further their cause, their initiative, their impact, and do it in such a way that we're weaving individual stories and narratives into that overarching narrative of a company to really foster engagement and to foster retention because these messages and every time we see the icon or whatever kind of visual piece is connected to that, that's a reminder that I'm a part of something bigger than myself. And I think that's a huge part of the energy transition that that is absolutely necessary in cultivating a team, a company of people to bring impact and to lead the future of energy. That's well said. And I'm glad you mentioned authentic. And you've mentioned it before in uh, episodes about the importance of being authentic. With that said, the way you're establishing the internal branding it's an important part of workforce development in recruiting. Yeah. First of all, I would be delighted to work for, you know, coming out of college in the days, I can't imagine having someone talk about the internal branding basically is, mm-hmm. and 40 some years ago, it was more like, here's your 
job description. <laughs> right. Go out and do it and don't argue with the boss. Yeah. Here's your benefits package. <laughs> here's the way you climb the ladder and get to work. So it's something that's refreshing. It's new in some ways. Some companies probably already pr- approaching somewhat of that way to get to their mission statement. Mm-hmm. But really, this puts it into a product where they're actually be able to use this service to get to where they need to go, I believe. So it takes the workforce development, the recruiting. Yeah. And then this also will help, I believe, in retention. Please. Absolutely. Your thoughts on that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Anywhere that we can, as human beings, as people, anywhere that we can connect deeply and resonate with a mission, with a vision that brings impact and where my personal contribution not only matters, but is unique and it's a piece of the whole, anytime that we can weave that together, it will always lend itself towards retention. It lends itself towards engagement. I'm engaged in this. I have clarity around my role. I have clarity around how I participate in changing the world for the better. And then that then leads into not only the engagement, but you know, you look, I'm engaged in the present and the longer I'm engaged, the higher I'm retained and the more investment I have in a company. So it absolutely lends itself to retention. I will say just in that, I think in the same way that you can have a really incredible brand exercise, you know, you go with a marketing company and a design firm and they help you, you know, you walk through all of that. Who are we? Where are we going? What is our mission? What's our mission statement? What's our icon? You know, these pieces, what makes our brand awesome? You can do all of that. And then it can just sit on a shelf and not really have any kind of impact if you don't also couple that with a marketing strategy, a mm-hmm. whether it's in advertising or social media or PR. Like there has to be actionable steps and a framework to let that brand, that newly conceived brand, do the heavy lifting for you. Cause that's the purpose of that brand is to actually bring momentum that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. The same is true for internal branding. If you don't have the framework or the highways, for example, the highway for that message, if there aren't clear, clean processes and lines of communication, then all of that branding work can be for naught. It can sit on a shelf, you know, it's on a desktop in a file that isn't opened anymore and it's somewhere in HR, but it never it never fosters and grows and is cultivated, but it takes both that introspective look as a company to say, who are we? What are the key messages that really fit authentically with our initiatives and in the impact that we truly want to bring? And then what are then that second step that is so important is what are those highways for those messages to travel? Those need to be both automatic systems and processes, you know, this is a weekly email, this is a weekly meeting, and we always start with this or that. It needs to be mechanical, but also it needs to have some natural organic components as well that are then, you think of tilling the soil and adding nutrients. It's like, it's the nutrients Mm -hmm. that moves into the soil and continues to foster these positive changes within a culture. So it's the branding, and then it's also the framework and the processes for that message to travel. Oh, this is wonderful. And I know there's those that have listened, or this may be the first time they've heard you talk about this as Align Energy Solutions. But I would hope that, first of all, give, if you will, your contact information, your website to go to as far as Align. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's AlignEnergySolutions.com is where we can be found. So those that are listening, they're 
probably going to, I'd like to incorporate this in part of our business development. How can they go about that besides looking at the website? Sounds like you've got some plans of your own and some ideas there that are moving forward and that companies do need your service in the product or products. Yeah, absolutely. So our core process and product is around alignment. So things that align story, purpose, values, and impact internally, and then externally aligning and connecting with cultural ideologies and things that are present in culture with cultural resonance like diversity, inclusion, sustainability, placemaking, mental health, these things that we can see in culture. And when we can authentically align those things and incorporate those things into the inner workings of our companies, then those bring alignment both internally and culturally, which fosters both internal talent retention and engagement, as well as client retention and engagement. We have a discovery process that brings those high-level thoughts into some very practical implementable roadmaps and things like that. So that's how we support companies in a broad way. But things like this, when we're talking about internal branding, both visually and through messages, those are pieces that would most likely see themselves in those roadmaps to help cultivate and foster that internal alignment on the talent side of a company. Those are the big frameworks. And then these are smaller initiatives. So this is one that I've been thinking about with the Align team in the last 12 months. And we have some fun stuff coming together, some collaboration and partnerships with other groups to help foster these things and bring them more dominantly into the energy space. So we have some fun stuff coming down the pike as we're as we're thinking through how we can support the energy transition and do our part to help move things forward. Well, we'll definitely get you back on an episode with the update and the product services updates along the way. You talk about a roadmap, the avenues to get there, avenues of, I guess, in person at the company. They're also probably online. There's probably some workshops. There's some other ways to develop this roadmap through these different avenues. I'm saying these, but what are they? Are those two or three maybes or are there some others as well? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So basically with our process, we have a process of discovery where we really identify the gaps, identify the key objectives, and then the obstacles to see those objectives fulfilled. And then we walk through some key initiatives that we can put together with a timeline that then becomes the roadmaps the roadmap for moving things forward in that cultural alignment. And those things can span anywhere from external branding and marketing to internal branding, like we discussed today. It can be things like sustainability programs. It can be things like DEI programs, things very closely connected and related to ESG, or simply team dynamics and empowerment of teams. And so focusing on leadership initiatives and things like that. It can take the form of workshops, online education, as well as a handful of these other things. As far as speaking engagements and those kind of things, are you available? Do you travel within you know, the U.S. Yes, as well? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Very familiar with the Houston area and with Dallas. And that's where Align Energy Solutions is based out of Dallas. But yeah, we travel throughout the United States and happy to host workshops, host lectures, host facilitate conversation and things like that. So yes, absolutely. Like I mentioned, we're so eager and excited to contribute and do our piece of helping move us towards the future of energy. And we do believe that the future is bright, that there's a lot of really cool things happening and a lot of really neat people moving things forward in this space. So we're excited to be a part of it. You're right. It's very bright. And I think about the, when we talk about energy transition, 
it's not just oil and gas. You're looking at all forms of energy. And when you're talking to folks, oil and gas is a big part of the energy transition. By all means, it's not to be set apart by any means. Correct. It's, in fact, in the lead in certain ways. But at the same way, you have wind and solar and all the other components or sectors within this energy sector yep. to get us to the future. And the future looks bright because of collaboration and people talking about the future in such a wonderful way. Absolutely. Like we're dialoguing today. Mm-hmm. And we dialogue and we say, here's the end results we want. We go back to the branding. Mm-hmm. We go back to the internal branding mm-hmm. and go, what are the results that are going to happen in the next five to 10 years? And that seems like, oh, that's a long time. We don't need to worry. But no, five, 10 years, as you know, yeah, it's, it go by it's very now. quickly, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's now. And then there's also the roadmaps and pathways, I should say, that's right. to 20 or 30 years down the road. Mm-hmm. And if you don't look at those, you know, all of a sudden you're hit as well, or your the future generations are. Yeah. So we owe it to our society and to the globe to do our very best to find up, you know, come up with solutions. But we can only do that if we have the right workforce, the right talent, the right that's retention, right. the right recruitment. And that's so vital. So Alliant Energy Solutions is definitely something that those that are listening to today's program should take note of and get in contact with Phil Rice, Ashley Nichols, and others that can assist in this great message you have and actually uh, solutions that you have to get us to those goals. If you will... Man, thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Oh, no question. If you will summarize what's next for Phil Rice and Align Energy Solutions and how does it really fit the discussion? The conversation. Absolutely. So like I mentioned before, Align Energy Solutions is deeply invested in the energy transition at large, predominantly through this concept and theme of alignment. So helping align companies internally with purpose, vision, values, and impact, and culturally with cultural resonant pieces that are equally important currently in our culture. Things like diversity, inclusion, sustainability, mental health, placemaking, and really making sure that we as companies and we as individuals are contributing to the greater good and are doing our part to not only transition the energy industry, but to making the world a better place as we do it. We're deeply invested in that and we're excited about the coming months and the offerings that we have that are coming to fruition. Well, I think a big part that's not mentioned at this point is community. Mm-hmm. And the community can be defined you know, within the organization, but beyond that is how does it impact your families? How does it impact yeah. the local community, but the, the region, the state? And because of your decision-making, it can be, uh, like you say, bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And when you get to that point where it impacts the communities throughout the U.S. as well and globally, then this internal discussion, internal branding, along with the external work that we see, we mm-hmm. go to the websites and how the incorporation of some of these ideas happen, boards are looking differently, mm-hmm. but effectively, yep. there's more efficiency because of this. And in the long run, Align is at the forefront because your company is aligned. That's You've right. got everything working towards a energy future that impacts not just the company you're talking to or with. It goes beyond that. It goes to an effective, reliable sources of energy, efficient, as like I've talked about, and accessibility. Because we also have to look at it from a standpoint of how accessible we be with our future. And that includes making sure we have a workforce that understands where we need to go. And they find this roadmap and the pathways, the avenues to get us to that point. 
You've been listening to Phil Rice with Align Energy Solutions and proud to work with you on this from the standpoint of getting the message out and helping those that want to come forward to a future of energy and energy transition. And this is going to be a big part of it is to look at things correctly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Thanks to Ashley and others that are involved with this. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. I love being on your show. I love getting to have these conversations. It's really energetic and uplifting. So thanks for having me. Well, I feel the same way now. I've got to get out there and nothing moves without energy. Let's and do so it. I know, right? Let's go out there because the future is bright. That's right. That's <laughs> For right. sure. And lineenergysolutions.com. The future of energy depends on us, depends on all of us. Hope you'll tune in to upcoming episodes of the Energy Fellows podcast. I'm Mark Stansbury, your host. Thank you. Join us again next week on the Energy Fellows podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com.